Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. Before we get into this week's episode, we at Art Tactic would like to wish you a happy holidays and thank you for being a regular listener to the podcast. This week's episode, we chat with the founder of Art Tactic, Anders Peterson. We talk about how the art market performs in 2018 and if it aligned with our expectations that we had heading into the year. Then we take a look at a brand new report we've just published, the Top Artist Report. It provides insights into the top performing artists in 2018, not just the really blue chip artists that you expect to hear, like the David Hockneys, the Warhols. We also look at some of the younger artists under the age of 45 who are appearing at auction and having success. We even break down artists by gender, as well as age and geography. If you want to check out the Top Artist Report in full, you can do so by visiting arttactic.com. Anders, thanks for coming on and chatting with us for a few minutes. Thanks, Adam. So first, if we look back at the beginning of the year, how did we think the post-war contemporary art market would perform in 2018, and how did things actually end up for the year? Um, if we go back 12 months, uh, we like we do every year, we, we have an Outlook survey uh, that goes out in late December, early January. We have one out now for um, the 2019. But... Last year, what we had was that uh, there was a strong positive outlook for the first six months of the year with a slightly more cautious outlook for the second half. Um, I think if we go back, just to sort of go one step back, uh, 2017 um, you know, was quite a, a strong year for the art market. It ended up 25% higher than 2016. Um, uh, and what but this is looking at this sort of top three auction houses, Solvis, Christus and Phillips. Um, I think, you know, looking at, at the beginning, as I said, going 12 months back, we, we the market felt like the, the trend will continue. And um, it's it's what we have seen. I mean, so far, again, focusing purely on the post-war contemporary, uh, we saw that New York post-war contemporary evening sales was up about 18% in 2018. Uh, London's post-war contemporary evening sales were up 19% in 2018. And um, if you look just purely on the day sales, which is maybe a, a typically figures that is not mentioned, that often uh, is that the day sales in London, for example, for post-war contemporary was up almost 40% in 2018. Um, and it is, it is that figure really which um, was the starting point for starting to look at the, um, I guess, the, the post-war contem- contemporary sales both day and evening slightly from a different perspective that we've done in the past, which was you know, more looking at the broader trends, looking at the, uh, the overall sales volume, etc., to start to think a little bit more about the artist and the the, the stories behind these artists uh, in these sales. So we, um, that's really what this new report is about: is to to, to dissect the market in a bit more uh, investigative and analytical way than we've done in the past. Um, so, so we'll come back to that later on. But uh, so I think you know, to, to just to wrap up, I think 2018 was a was a uh, robust, strong year. Very in in many ways, very similar to to 2017. Um, what is 2019 going to look like? Um, I think it's difficult to say. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think it's. Uh, although I might be slightly tainted by my context of living here in London. Uh, is that so the whole issue around uncertainty around Brexit? I think it's it's hard to feel uh, very positive about the next three to four months. Um, uh, I think overall, I think there, are, I think 2019 could become a um, 
a challenging year. Um, I think it's uh, both sort of the economic outlook, political climate, etc. Is, uh, is is uncertain, and I think that might sort of kind of flavor the market at least in the first uh, first quarter to first six months of the year. But we'll see. So we, as I said, we have the survey in the market right now, um, and we will publish the outlook 2019 uh, towards the the end of well, and second half of, of January next year. Um, yeah, so, so so that's kind of just a, a wrap up uh, of uh, where we are right now. Yeah, I'm seeing on my end just the uh, volatility in the stock market is also something that um, people are starting to talk about um, and factoring Definitely. in in their uh, decision making when they're thinking about purchases. And that was something that I didn't that wasn't really a talking point over the last year until very recently. Yeah, no, I, I see the same thing here. I mean, obviously, we talked to. Like it's part of the uh, research we're doing is not only in the art market, but also talking to businesses uh, involved in the art market, whether you're from the insurance or whether you're from the finance side. And I think uh, there's a sort of a, there's, there's a heightened sense of uh, uncertainty. And obviously, the recent kind of um, stock market volatility, the uh, trade wars with, you know, US, China, they I mean, they, they, there's a lot of things on the plate right now, which I think, you know, in, it, if anything, I'm not, I'm not sure always that these things will directly impact the people that are buying in the art market. But I think it could potentially act as a distraction. Um, and therefore, you know, uh, potentially have an impact on the art market uh, going into next year. So the top artist report that we just published, I it's a fantastic read. Our subscribers should definitely check it out. And if you don't subscribe to Art Tactic, you should do so. This is just one of the many great reports that we publish. So it, as as we said, it uh, provides a lot of insights into the top performing artists over the past year. Um, what were before we get into some of the details? What were some of the noteworthy trends we saw in, over the last year in terms of how different artists were performing at auction? I mean, I think that we we're um, as I said, the the, the report tries to uh, shed some highlights. So basically, the, the the structure of the report is that we decided then that you know rather than dividing artists by you know where they sell, is that we divide artists by nationality and and, and where they or where they or origin originate from, um, and then also as you say, split by gender, age, and so forth, to just to try to sort of look at the composition of uh, of of, uh, of the market as a whole. I mean, um, the market probably not, probably not unsurprisingly is is significantly dominated by uh, American artists, and obviously, again, we we, we have to sort of. Uh, as, a, as a caveat, when we're looking at these data, we're talking about New York and London auction sales, the post-war contemporary evening and day sales. So obviously, this is not including sales happening in Hong Kong, it's not happening in Paris, Amsterdam, Milan, etc. So it's really looking at So Obviously, that will give a, um, a certain bias towards both the American and the British artists. But uh, if you took both American, American artists, accounts for just over 63%, British about 17%, followed by German, French and Italian. But if you look at those top five nationalities by artist, they, they basically compose about 95, 96% of the total, which uh, it's a pretty sort of strong concentration around, uh, I, would, I would say, this is kind of the mature art markets. I think there is a sort of um, 
I think it's a sense that this is uh, it, it will change. Probably has already started to change. We're starting to see um, some of the auction houses uh, closing down or integrating certain sales, like the Latin American sales, into their more traditional post-war contemporary sales calendars. Uh, this has caused for this particular uh, report that we have seen both kind of Colombian and Venezuelan artists uh, featuring in the top ten in terms of artist nationalities. Um, I think this labeling that auction houses has done in the past you know being an african auction or a middle eastern auction uh, i think many contemporary artists want to be international global artists and not don't necessarily want to sort of conf um uh, you know to, to be be part of a label so i think maybe in going forward we're going to start to see more diversity uh, and i think that what we see in this report as sort of the start of that um the, the other thing which I think was quite interesting um, was we wanted to look at, obviously, there's 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 this the typical established artist. I mean, we, uh, you, you know, the, the Basquiat of this word, Andy Warhol, uh, will will dominate the, the top uh, the, the top top rankings of, of, of such a, a report. But we started to also sort of featuring looking at the younger artists. And it's interesting to see that. Uh, when we define younger artists, we sort of set an age limit of 45 or 45 and under. Um, but these artists, uh, if we total up their sums of sales, were about 61 million in 2018, which was uh, about seven percent higher than the previous year. It's interesting also to see that there are the, the sort of younger talents are coming into auction. We saw 44 uh, artists uh, last year or this year in 2018 coming into auction for the first time, uh, which means that there is a kind of a, uh, as I said, in the day sales or in the less sort of um, typical sort of flagship sales, there's a lot of changes going on. And, and, and hopefully part of this is what this report is uh, is trying to uncover and, and shed some lights on is what is happening, not necessarily in the uh, multi-million dollar price segments but much much further down and and so i think there's there's two things as i said although we we have this very strong concentration around american european artists um i think within that, that there is there's uh, gender shifts slightly um we see female artists um still i think there's a debate to be had here of to what extent uh you know, uh, female artists have a uh, the, the the right position or the the you know a fair position in the auction market. I think it's uh, still significantly uh, dominated by by male artists. Um, I think this is something that. Um, uh, it's it's it, it looked in 2018 that there there's a there's an improvement there's a stronger presence um, uh, but it's still only eight and a half percent of total sales being by female artists it's up from seven seven point eight percent in 2017. Um, uh, what is interesting though is that there are some of the contemporary artists such as Cicely Brown for example that has done particularly well this uh, this year um, and I think that you know that might sort of pave ground for other female artists. To, to to surface, so it's also very interesting to see some of the next generation female artists, or the younger, uh, like um, Angie Decker, Akinyeli Crosby, Dana Schutz, Christina Qualis, and and others are kind of uh, also uh, being at par when it comes to with their male counterpart. So hopefully, um, although there's a very very long way to go to address the balance between male and female in the auction market, uh, I hope that the sort of the next generation of contemporary artists might sort of um, come and you know a bit more equality between uh, themselves and their 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 male counterparts. Um, 
so that's sort of kind of just 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 broadly um, some of the findings. Uh, obviously, it's quite a, a rich report with forty forty pages of, uh, of 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 analysis and breakdown. So uh, I suggest for people who are interested to to actually download the report and and, and have a read. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. These younger artists, um, there's so much attention. They're receiving so much attention nowadays, and some of them are appearing at auction more than others. Um, and you mentioned some of the younger names there. Um, who are some of the big names under 45 who are already at auction and having some success? I mean, last year we, oh, sorry, again, 2018, we saw uh, Kors uh, was clearly the sort of the, the top artist with um, more than $14 million in sales in these particular sale auctions that we have been looking at, followed by the Romanian artist uh, Adrian Geni. Um, Jonas Wood uh, was also in the top three. Uh, and then the, um, the female artist, uh, Angie Deca Akineli Crosby, she was came in at four uh, with about 5.7 million. So, and there's an interesting artist. I, again, I, I think it's good to see a uh, female artist at the, at the very top here, uh, in particular among these young generation. Uh, Banksy was another artist that came in at uh, about 5.7 million. So, so there's um, uh, obviously there tends to be quite a lot of changes in this particular population year on year uh, and, and obviously this has a little bit to do with fashionability and a little bit to do with the kind of initial hype that some of these younger uh, artists are facing when they hit the auction market um, but again as I said I think we're starting to see a and uh, an, uh, a more interest in that uh, genre and in that uh, generation of artists uh, as I mentioned earlier we we have seen more younger artists entering the auction market obviously the comes with with the uh, with uh, I guess this this baggage of entering auction, there comes also a certain uh, risk attached, uh, particularly with regards to you know speculation and um, you know rapidly inflated prices that maybe then will be uh, interpreted as a kind of an, an unsustainable boom that ultimately could impact its artists. But I think a, a healthy balance between you know institutional gallery primary market support and and, and auction is uh, it, it's something that that um, we we we're starting to see among particularly some of these these artists that we were talking about here. So I um it it's as I said it's a quite a long list of uh, of, of artists we looked at all over in in this sample with about one thousand seven hundred artists. Uh, we have done also other research with regards to the next generation artists, which we published in. Uh, September of this year, which was the Next Generation Artist Report, looking at much more at artists, in this case, under the age of 40. Um, we're looking at the kind of uh, migration trends. We're looking at uh, what are the, the, the sort of pivotal points in an artist's career that might propel the artist in one direction or the other. So uh, many of the artists that we currently now see in auction corresponds with the, the same artists that we've seen in, in, in the other reports. So obviously auction the auction market is one of the mechanism of validation. And I think what we've seen in 2018 is that this mechanism is becoming more and more important. And I think in, in a sense, it provides also collectors with um, uh, an, an opportunity to buy into many of these young names. Um, so so it, it's an interesting and it's obviously an area we will continue to follow very carefully going into 2019 to to track and and uh, monitor and and see how these uh, young artists uh, career evolves you know compared to maybe 
the zombie formalists, as they're called now, the abstract artists from three or four years ago who really came to auction early and saw their prices go really high and then fall, you are seeing uh, more focus and uh, attention on trying to get some of these younger artists who are appearing at auction, their galleries are, and the artists themselves are more actively trying to get themselves uh, institutional support as well. Um, so it isn't just purely speculative. Exactly. And I think it's, it's, it's the, you know, it's the really defining the balance here between an active, you know, potentially commercial market, which obviously creates a certain amount of excitement. You just don't want it to become too exciting you know, because these things tend to overheat. And, and ultimately, as I said, you know, without the institutional support and without the proper gallery support, many of these artists can find themselves in a, in a, in a difficult position. Um, but uh, but but it's, it it seems at least among the artists that we've been looking at that actually many of these artists have both. There's a balance between both the sort of gallery institutional support and the market, and it seems to be, uh, you know, not totally out of 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 sync with each other. So if we get rid of that uh, under forty five age restriction, and just look at all the artists who are at auction in general and post war contemporary, who are some of the real big winners in two thousand eighteen? So, I mean, maybe not as a surprise. I mean, I think David Hockney uh, jumped significantly, obviously, on the ba- on the back of uh, the sale he had very recently. Um, but I think he's an artist again that is sort of, uh, you know, probably in 2018 there's been more uh, more more attention uh, attributed to this artist. Others were William de Kooning, uh, Richard Diebenkorn, uh, John Mitchell, uh, George Kondo is another artist that obviously has been around for a long time, but this has seen a sort of a, a, a surge in 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 sales, particularly in 2018. So it's interesting, actually, you know, that you always hear about maybe some of the top names like, you know, the Basquiat, the Warhol. Um, but actually, there is a, there's a, when you're starting to look at, um, you know, artists further down the list, all the way down, like I said, the top 100, there's actually a lot of um, annual uh, variations. There's a lot of artists that, you know, come into uh, come into the market, see, see and sort of resurgence of, of interest. Uh, obviously, some of these things or I guess any ranking when you base it on sales is that it will be uh, susceptible to individual lots like the Hockney but I think you know the thing that what we saw happen with a 90 million dollar sale you are likely to generate you know interest in this market going into 2019 as well so uh, I guess none of these names necessarily come as a as a a big surprise but uh, uh, I I think you know there is there's also at the very established end I think there's 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 a lot of opportunities for rediscovery as I think you know we we tend to think about the market as a sort of an hundred names but as I said when we looked at these data in the last four years we found 1,700 artists so they actually they the pool of artists is probably much much bigger than we think and within that i think there's a there's a lot of uh there's a lot of potential there's a lot of uh as I said movement and variations that might not ever actually surface because these artists do not hit the sort of uh, typical uh, media headlines and then we also hear about the art world being more ge- geographically diverse um in terms of not only just collector base but also artists and galleries is that the case with artists who are appearing at auction, though? And uh, where are artists coming from? Yeah, well, I think that comes back to my what I, what I said a bit earlier uh, was this whole thing about that. You know, the concentration is very particularly. Obviously, we're looking at a, a very specific set of sales here. We're talking about New York, London, and we're talking about post-war contemporary day evening. Um, 
it, it will almost by definition the way these sales are structured um, be very biased towards uh, both Europe and, and, and America so as I said yeah, America had 63% of these artists are American um, uh, or 63% of actually total uh, value uh, British uh, artists 17% German 8.2 French 3.8 Italian 3.7 which means that actually these five uh, nationalities accounts for roughly 96% of, of the of the total. So, I um, I think I think there is a you know as I said there there there's still a very heavy concentration towards I guess the the traditional established markets being UK, America, and Europe. Um, obviously, if we had done something more looking at the Hong Kong sales, this 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 uh, this mix would look totally different. But um, as I also mentioned, was that you know we're starting to see a integration of the kind of traditional sort of uh, geographical sales, Latin American sales, uh, South Asian sales, uh, you could be African sales. Um, some of these sales are now starting to be integrated into into the traditional uh, post-war contemporary sales calendar, and I think what we're going to start to see is that more and more, uh, uh, I guess, nationalities. Uh, beyond the American European will start to feature in the sales and as I said both Colombian and Venezuelan artists were featuring in the top 10 in this particular report as a result of that shift that the auction house is now uh, not necessarily thinking so much about contemporary artists by nationality but thinking about most of these artists in terms of how they operate and where they operate and, and as I said many of these artists even if they are Colombian or Venezuelan or African will be uh, present in the sort of international art scene and I think the auctions probably will start to reflect that going into uh, the coming years. Anders thanks so much for coming on to the podcast and helping us take a look at the art market in 2018 and how its performance compared to our expectations as well as digging into our brand new top artist report. If our listeners want to check it out they can do so at arttactic.com Anders, hope you have a happy holidays. Thank you very much, Adam, and to you too.